Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder! Who's scruffy-looking? You might want to buckle up, baby. I just assumed it's a woman. Oh, oh, hello there. Well, oh, wow, you're all here today. Hello ah, there. Well, ladies, gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Scruffy Looking Podcasters here, folks, today on June 14, 2020, episode number 123. You're in for a treat today. Sequential numbers we're talking here. One, two, three. That's when you know it's going to be special. That voice you're listening to right here, right now, in the present time is myself, one and only, Jimmy Dice. Right next to me over here in America is my boy, Mr. Ed Bossart. Ed. Hey, I'm here. It's going to be a nice one today. Just, you know, us four, not much news, chilling, relaxing, having a good time. I'm kicking my feet back. I got a nice uh, pepperol pills from uh, Band of Brewing in my hand, German style. Crisp, clean, and amazing. Very nice. But we have to look to our other half of this scruffy-looking podcast, the mean, the lean, the green, our poogie boys from Porkchester, Mr. Kevin Garbett and Christopher Hall. Boys, how are we doing today? Yeah, not bad. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy. All right. I think that's the best place we've ever been come from. Porkchester. Pork I love that. I'll take that to bank. Better than last week, eh, Kev? <laughs> well, you know what? Over, over last week, over last week, I'll take anything. Where are you, Bellwood? Bestwood. The best. Bestwood. The best. I'll take Gungenland. I'll take Ewok Village. <laughs> <laughs> Gungenland. <laughs> I'll take that oh. over Bestwood. What about Wicket Wicket Hill? Wasn't it Wicket Hill? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that was a good one, yeah. But Pog. <laughs> you made that up, are not you? There's not actually a place called Pog Nation or whatever. No, it's, it's, a, it's a pork chester. Right? Ah. It's to uh, Nottingham, about 10, 20 minutes. Or Nottingham. it's Nottingham. probably it's probably called Porchester or Porster. Oh, Porcester. yes. Porchester. Yeah, yes, exactly. I've, I've been Porchester. there. Porchester. Porchester Road, which is in... A beautiful part of Nottingham. Well, of course you guys know. You're there yeah. right now. Today, here in Porchester, UK, our boys, Mr. Kev and Mr. Chris. So, folks, you can send us an email, scruffypodcasters at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, slash scruffypodcasters. We have a tea public site. Search us all. One word, scruffy-looking podcasters. Drop the G. Search it all. One word. Follow us on Twitter at Scruffy Podcast. Myself, Jimmy Dice, at Hebert207. Our boy Ed at Scruffy Ed B. Kev at KPG1974. Our man, the artist, Chris, at Chris Hall Artist. Follow us on Instagram at Scruffy Podcast. And our boy Chris at Chris Hall Illustration. You can also check out his uh, awesome she on Etsy, Black Sheep Rebellion. Search it all one word. 
Just leave us some reviews on iTunes. We're having a giveaway. One of a kind. I'm really talking this up now. I said it's like, oh, no, no, don't set the bar high. The bar's already gone. So we are going to be giving away some cool artwork uh, once we hit 40 reviews on iTunes. So review away. Drop a few stars. Leave your name in the review. Just a first name. Just so that we know who you are. We'll announce you on the podcast. Send us an email. We'll get you some cool swag. So there we are. And uh, here we go, boys. Episode one, two, three. Our week in Star Wars. Go! Jimmy, Darth. That was some professional shit that was, mate. Not a stumble. Fucking nailed it. Good lad. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've, uh, you know, I got my pal here. I got my pal, my co pilot. I have a. Uh, <coughs> is that a Pork Pez? It is a Pork Pez I have in my hand that I didn't know that I had. Um, you just thought you'd rub uh, that in my face, didn't you? Just put it in pink camera. Say, yeah. look at this, Chris. <laughs> you used to have one of these in packet, didn't you? You know what, Jimmy? Yeah, you know what, Jimmy? I'm surprised Chris hasn't said that'd look nice in my cabinet. There's no point anymore. I like that. Well, it's all it's all empty. It's all <laughs> empty. There's no candy in it anymore. Yeah. So I guess I'll start with my week at Star Wars. I got this pork Pez dispenser. Um, it's pretty cool. Uh, my wife got it. Lana, she was having. Uh, gosh, I can't remember where she got it. It was probably Last Jedi, something maybe at the movies or something like that. She has pork one. She's always been a big Pez fan, and we just kind of kept it here on the shelf. And I just happened to walk by, and I was like, "Where the hell did we get this pork Pez? I gotta show the guys." So uh, here it is. Oh yeah, I got to come up with a good nickname for him. Very but... coincidental that Jimmy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, hurt. Yeah, just kind of saw it on the shelf, so I grabbed it, and now it's mine. Yeah, there's a lot of that going around. Yeah, it's like a virus. <laughs> Anyways, uh, also my week in Star Wars, uh, we played on Wednesday with our man Josh Nelson, Jay Nils. And our man Jeff Peterman, also Ed and myself, uh, Star Wars, SWOTOR, BROTOR, Knights of the Old Republic. I mean, Star Wars, the Old Republic. Um, we we're playing, I think we're playing the start of the Revan story arc, which I'm really excited about. He's a classic early Star Wars character, really, really pumped about. It. So we got through the first thing, it's called the Jedi Prisoner. Go through Master Oteg, who does not talk like Yoda, even though the character is Yoda. And who is the character? What's the voice actor he's from the him? species that we still don't he's know. He's a species, yeah. The species of Yoda, but certainly does not talk like he's supposed to. As Seriously. we all say, it's like, wait, you're not supposed to talk like that. It's not all reversed. What the fuck? Exactly. Well, who's, who's voices him? Who voices him? Oh, I don't know. You figured it out. I didn't. Damn it's the same it. guy that voices. What did you say? No, I know. That's what I'm trying to find out. Who's his voice? Anyway, we'll go back Honda. to Did he voice Hondo? Yes, that's who it is. The guy who voiced Hondo is the same guy who voices this master Oteg. Uh, so anyways, we played Jim through the Cummings? first part of this. Jim Cummings. Okay, cool. I, I'm sorry. I just could not think of his name or remember who it was. Because, I, you know, Hondo is my favorite character, but he's a cool what? character. Anyways, what? so we're playing through this first story uh, story <laughs> arc with Jeff, uh, Josh, Ed, and myself. Really having just a great time. Really enjoying it. Uh, having a fun blast. Doing it every Wednesday. Streamed on his Twitch account, Nils. <laughs> When my new computer gets here, yes, just ordered a new computer uh, a couple days ago. Pulled the trigger. It's on its way. Be here in about 45 months. Um, but when it does, it'll be great. Uh, also, my last thing I got here, I got I got my first Scum Faction ship. I got the original 
Uh, Millennium Falcon, Lando's own. It's just so sexy. X-Wing miniatures strikes again. The best part is I got it for thirteen ninety nine on eBay. Uncut. A thing. Un, sorry, uncut, uncut Falcon. Uncut Falcon. Um, it's like it's like twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight bucks or something like that. New, and it was thirteen ninety nine on eBay. I was just like, fuck it, no, buy it. I don't need it. I don't want it. I accept everything about it because I just want it in my hands. It's just a beautiful ship. Um, How yeah. much is shipping? Free, free shipping. Oh. US. Oh. I know, literally thirteen ninety nine straight up. It was, it was steal. ridiculous. But it's still there, isn't it? Uh, in America, was, yeah, baby. I really. <laughs> You know, we really ain't got much going for us right now, but goddamn, we got great shipping on our Star Wars products. But and so that was kind of like kind of rasped my week in Star Wars. Real fun, real exciting. Just kind of you know getting into that grind, and well, I guess we'll talk about little video games later. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> um, Jimmy, just to say this, you Jimmy, next next time you're just like looking on eBay, why don't you look at Anthony Daniels' books and see? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Porgy does not approve. Porgy, Porgy, and, and have, and have a look. Have Porgy a look at an account accounts in the UK. <laughs> Let's just say that, Jimmy. Uh, Let's leave it there. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, nothing can really get out of the UK now, right, Chris? <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah. Are you having trouble mailing shit out? Your some of your oh, uh, random, just random things to like people that I know. Yeah, that are on this Me. podcast. I'm gonna track it right now, live on air. <laughs> oh, where is it? Actually, it's it actually left customs yet. Oh, mate, look, got your receipt. Look here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't read that. That's in English. <laughs> yeah, it's in that old, old English. English. That exactly. old English, ancient English. Yeah. Yes. One letter. Still there, mate. Uh, Wait, still, still where? WDC. Heathrow. Sit fucking Heathrow in London. International Processing Centre. So How long I guess have you been there? It's been there since the 10th of May. Good lord. Yeah, because I was like, yeah, all right, Mother's Day wow. gift. This is going to be great. And I was like, all right, it might be here in time for a birthday. <laughs> and I was like, nah, it's just going to be a random surprise. All right, folks. Sure he knows, well, like, that coming. is our. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> It is, isn't it? But I didn't feel shit enough already. Thanks for reminding me about that, Jimmy. Ah, you're welcome. Jimmy, remember, there is a Mother's Day next year. So, uh, Yeah, could Grave get it. there. Yeah, it, maybe right? it'll probably pass the Tantivy in uh, transit. <gasps> like two ships. Clash. Oh, is Clashing this a Mother's Day the Atlantic. Gift? Is this a Mother's Day gift? Ooh, nice. Yeah, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Way to plan ahead, Jimmy. Nice. Great hubby. <laughs> yeah. Nail it every time. All right. Um, I didn't do anything, so I'll go next. Nothing happened with me in the week. I didn't even watch Gallery. Like, this is our what we didn't do, right? What? This is the be- it was <laughs> the best goddamn one. Dude, what? I don't know. It totally... I've been super busy this weekend, I guess. I don't know. You know, social distancing. Um, what, from the TV? <laughs> yeah. yeah a bit like you've been uh, social distancing from your playstation <laughs> what what was that what was that thing you said social distancing from your fallen what? order but, yeah. <laughs> i'm on lo- and your books 
<laughs> well, hang on a minute. We need to address this book thing now, right now, because I've read loads of books. What's going on here? This reputation I'm getting <laughs> for buying books and not reading them. I've read loads of books. <laughs> I've, re- I've read at least two books. All right, I've at, read least at least two, two books. books about In someone else other than myself. They weren't Star Wars related, but I've read two books. All right, so there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I, love Turbo, that, I love that you're Turbo getting this reputation. Turbo is laying yeah. into it. I was like, I've read loads of books. I've read more than some of you lot. Anyway, fuck it. <laughs> um, <laughs> as Jimmy said, I played The Old Republic, uh, Star Wars The Old Republic, with the Swotor. boys. And they're getting better. I don't have to heal as much. It's getting pretty. It's getting easier. Good job, Jimmy. Yeah, you know. Fill in your <sighs> role. As the yeah, team. Team. you what? Roll. Oh, I said hole. There you go. Filling your role as the tank perfectly. All right. Um, otherwise, yeah, that's fucking it. Other than my daughter's having sh- released the brown issues. <laughs> oh, 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 that sounds painful. It was one of them, anyway. Oh no! Proper sail barge. Yeah. Proper. Yeah. Uh, it was my wife, quote unquote. Uh, mentioned it like she was giving birth. Um, <laughs> like a milk bottle. Oh, and dear. the whole time she, she was dead proud on it, though, wasn't at, she? At first, we're like, uh, "Gwenny, you should drink more water." Then this wouldn't happen. But she's like mid in agony, and we're like, "Maybe we shouldn't say that." While she's... <laughs> <laughs> you know, honey, what you should have done. <laughs> So then, then, you know, it's over, and then we're like, well, maybe it's just one-time thing. Two days later, again. So we're going to we're gonna crack down on the water drinking. That's Ed's release of Brown News for the week. <laughs> Good stuff, mate. Good stuff. <laughs> Bye. Uh, oh. Next. <laughs> Kev Go or on. Chris. Let's get Mike. Just have only done a couple of uh, things. Um, the first one was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So, um, I, obviously, I'm back. I'm back working. So, I pre-ordered something quite a while ago um, from our friends, mine and Chris's friends at Star Action Figures. Lads. And this, then oh, and a bunch of lads. And I got this massive. This box came like, and because Star Action Figures always charge you the same shipping rate, no matter what you order, it's always two ninety five. And this box came. I would say, I'd say 14 inch, 40 by 14 inch. And I'm like, oh, this is a big box. Kind of what you'd get about two, maybe three Black Series figures in. Oh, and I opened, yeah. I opened it up, opened it up. And there's the infamous, famous green bubble wrap that is such a comforting feeling when you're ordering figures from somewhere. <laughs> it actually makes me excited, green bubble wrap, because you kind of think, oh, Something good in here. It's great as well. It's brilliant for repurposing. It's oh, I bet. You, oh, I bet Chris. Yes, yeah. great for like wrapping Anthony Daniels books in on eBay when they sell. Um, and I opened all this green wrapping, mounds and mounds and mounds of it, to a figure, a black series figure of the child, Ooh. and the box is about. Three inch by three inch. Three inch by three inch, really? Are you going to keep it boxed? You're going to unbox it. You're going to unbox it. Give me, I don't, I'm 
I'm absolutely offended you've asked me that question. Well, if you unbox it, you'll freaking lose the goddamn thing. This and the box was brilliant. It was absolutely huge box and for a little three by three inch box, and it's a lovely little figure. Uh, and he's staying in his box. You get like a little frog with it. I can't even see what that thing is with it. <laughs> Tried to get him to unbox it, didn't we, Kevin? We, you yeah, I, 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 I've got to be honest. I felt a bit bullied and a bit pressured. <laughs> a bit bullied, bullied. I but I stayed strong. I stayed, I stayed strong, and he's still in the box. And the little fella's staying in his box, and he's not coming out. Do we, little fella? He's not coming out to play. Oh, just a wee, a wee one. I love that. Uh, when you open the giant box, you find a little, a little box, and you automatically knew it was ah three and a half inch by three and a half inch. <laughs> I knew that. That's a familiar size to me. So I recognise those dimensions. I'd be proud of that. I'd be proud of that dimension, mate. <laughs> it's like a cheese wheel, but a cheese box. And then uh, I also ordered, I did rip head off where I got um, nine, I brought actually nine A4 Star Wars posters that I'm going to put into the spare room and have three OT um, prequel and sequel. So um, that is it. But now I'm back at work and money's going to be starting to come in soon. (laughs) Fucking just sit back and... Let the good times roll. Let the good times roll. Kev. Uh, sure. sure. <laughs> Let the hot toys flow in. How many probe droids are you going to buy? I might buy shitloads, mate. And uh, <laughs> I might unbox some and uh, just deface some. Just you, for the sake of it. You need more I'm black. That much money. You need more Black right? Series Vaders. And Boba Fett. Ah. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh, we Buy loads of Black Series Vaders and then just put them in a line and like compare them on a video. Just the boxes, on YouTube. <laughs> no, I was thinking that the other day. I was thinking, I sat watching the news and the, the world's burning literally all around us. Everything's going to shit. It just seems to get worse and worse every day. And I sat and thought to myself, I was like, do you know what? I'd solve all this. If only Hasbro announced another Black Series Vader. <laughs> It'd make all this go away. Yep. <laughs> we need more. Hey, what, what, what? Is it, it, and you know, is it any different from the other one? Is it a different mold? Is there a different color? A different Coach, texture? Not, Jimmy. No. Of course it ain't. So, yeah, that's it. And then I, I did watch Jedi... Uh, Temple Challenge, and I watched Mando Last Dock, and that's yeah, yeah. We'll pretty, talk about that soon. That's soon. pretty much it. Yes, so that's my week. Nice. So you're back at work, Kevin. The money's rolling in. Oh, mate, it's a it's a pleasure to be back at work, mate. Just in time for my birthday. Mm. Well, I got a little little side story. Little side story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like I um I went, obviously I've been back at work for like two or three weeks and it's been a bit of a weird old week and I got a phone call the other week from this landlord going, I've got three three properties mate I need you to survey for me, flat one flat two flat three at this place in Eastwood so I'm like right there mate, it's like what do you charge I'm like well about fifty quid I forgot about fifty quid I'm like fifty quid for each one is like right mate he says how quick can you do them I'm like 
this was like a Tuesday or something. I says, well, I can do them Thursday if you like. It's like, no problem, mate. I'll send you the details through. You contact my tenants for me. Like, I'm like, yeah, no problem. I'll do that. So I rung up flat one and this bloke answered and he's like, yes, mate, you come on Thursday. I'll see you about one o'clock. Flat two, I couldn't get hold of. The, the phone was permanently switched off. <laughs> I, I'm like, that's a bit weird. So flat three, he answered and he's like, yeah fine mate he says i'll see you i'll see you on uh i'll see you on thursday mate so thursday comes and i uh i pulled up and i, I gets into flat one and this bloke's like i can't wait to get out of this shit hole mate he says i fucking ain't living here i'm like all right i'm like okay mate i says look mate i'm just here to do a survey mate i says uh i'm not really he says um they're all, all this place here, it's all full of drug dealers and it's all full of like doing drug deals outside and blah, blah, blah. He says, um, have you been to flat two yet? I'm like, no. Why? He went, be careful in there, mate, will you? I'm like, why is that? He's like, she's a prostitute and a crack addict. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, my I'm God. Like, oh, God. I'm like, what do I do? So anyway, I finished this survey and just as uh, this is just as I walked, got out his flat and he looked, shut his door. Um, the door of the flat, the number two flat that I was going to, that I couldn't get over opened. And this woman was clearly, uh, <laughs> under the influence of certain substances, mood altering <laughs> substances. Yes. Oh my god! And it, it and she was like, "Are you got to come here?" I'm like, <laughs> "But it's, did it sound like Are you got to come here?" Chris will know this. You know that Nottingham accent, Chris. Yeah. Have you got to come here like that? Yeah. Oh, like horrible. don't mess with me. I'm from Aspley. Yeah, Strelle. I'm from Strelle, Aspley. <laughs> Are you got to come here? I'm like, yeah. And I went and I, I walked into the flat. Oh my god, mate! It was, it was, it was. Drunk. Kev, Kev, it was, this is a great story, but what's it got to do with my birthday? And Star well, Wars, <laughs> mate, mate. I'm getting to that All because right. because he bought uh, me an half hour session. <laughs> business card, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, mate. I've given her your name and address, and it's all set up for uh, for next month, mate. Right. Sorted, sorted. Oh, mate, and it was she was she was absolutely, you know, gangster tripping eight miles high, lads. She was gone, so I was literally in there for about two minutes. I got what I needed, and boom, I was gone. Oh, you got what you needed. I was in there huh? for two minutes, and I got what I needed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got what I needed. I I'm right. getting what I needed out of this right now. I don't mess about. I don't Fish, bosh, bash. Fish, big, yeah. He walk, he, Kev walks out and he's like, yeah. What have yeah. I done? <laughs> but the weird thing was I did earn 50 quid out of that, and I did think that's a couple of Black Series figures, but there you go. That's not the way to be thinking. That's one easy so, payment towards a hot toy. Exactly. You might have to go through, you know, pain and suffering and... Like, <laughs> And ladies of the nice houses to get Kev, did uh, she do uh, payment plans? <laughs> you know what? 
she she wanted she, for some reason she she wanted money up front. I was like, yeah, I believe it. So uh, yeah, it's 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 been good fun since I've been back. Um, yeah, that's me done. That's my week. It's a great week. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. Following that one up. Wow. Oh, it's me and it. Yeah. Um, quite a rubbish week for me, lads. The Clone Wars Reese watch has come to a, a screeching halt. If you listen every week, you'll, you'll know that last week I mentioned I've got a certain arc coming up. Well, I can't even get through the first episode. It's just fucking... <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. And I don't want to skip it because I want to do it. Do you know what I mean? I'm yeah, a bit of a weirdo gonna... like that. I've got to do it. Gotta and do even it. when I put it on the background, I just feel... I feel really bad because I love Stephen Stanton. Right. He's fucking brilliant. He's an absolute lad. He's brilliant at community. Um, I've had some interaction with him on social media. He's, he's, he's top bloke. He does loads for charity as well. But fucking general Mieber Gaston, mate. Hey, did you know <laughs> um, Mieber Gaston's design is originated from concept artwork for Jar Jar? Ooh. Wow. Well, no, I didn't. But now you mention it, I could. I know exactly the picture because it's in the uh, episode one art of book. And yeah, I can see it totally, totally see it. Wow, yeah, that that droid. <laughs> that makes sorry, it good, right? <laughs> George recently went on record and said that's his favorite art. And Filoni. Talk about, talk about that lady you've had, uh, the lady of the night, Kev. You've had interactions with being gangster tripping this week. George Lucas, mate, he's off his tits. He is. That can't be his, can't be his favorite mark. I'm sure he's just doing it to troll people. <clears throat> just I, at the end of last year, he dropped my clunky on us, or was that this year? I don't know. I was just thinking earlier. The fucking Force Awakens feels like about twenty years ago, doesn't it? It does, mate. Yeah, yeah man. Seriously, mm-hmm. only six months in. We're halfway through it. Still got another. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Almost oh. rewatch, wank. Yeah, so yeah, I'm struggling with that rubbish. Yeah, um, up, that arc. I'll get through it. I'll get through it because I know this. I know what comes after that, mate. It's that final arc with yeah, fucking Insidious takes on Savage and Darth Maul, mate. That shit is outrageous. So good, <clears throat> so good. So just how many how many episodes are in that droid arc? Is it three or four? There's four. There's four. I think I've done the first one and I'm on the second one. And I was trying to watch it the other day while I was eating my lunch. And they're in a desert and they're just going round and round in circles. They've crash landed on this planet. And he's just shouting at these droids and it's just like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah. Anyway, um, other than that, I've watched Gallery. I've watched Jedi Temple Challenge, which we'll talk about. Um, just one small thing. I was out um, talking to my neighbours yesterday, two metres apart, obviously, over the fence, as you do. Just doing a bit of gardening because my life's brilliant and I do adult shit. Oi! Uh, Oi! What was that for? I don't know. That's how you greeted your man over the fence, right? Oi! Can I talk to you over here or something? 
that's how Americans Sorry. think you do it. No, that's, yeah, that really yeah. was like stereotype right there. Hello, mate. Oi. All right, mate. Come here. I'll say that. Never do that. Good fellow, over the fence. Could you join me for five minutes? Pardon me. Con- yes. May I have a word? May I have a word with you? Anyway, I'm chatting to my neighbours and uh, just general chit chatting. And Jackson comes out side wearing the you know the Chewbacca mask that mask that that woman went viral in. Yes. Yeah. Like, seems also seems like about twenty years ago. He came outside in that, and. Uh, <laughs> My neighbour's wife, she says, uh, oh, does he like Star Wars? And I went, yeah, we all do. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, no, I've done it here now, haven't I? And then he did, Jackson does that thing, and Kev, you've experienced this, haven't you? Where he just fetches stuff. Mm. And he just keeps bringing you stuff. (laughs) Showing off, right? Yeah, yeah, the fact that this this lady, like, next-door neighbour mentioned Star Wars... He then proceeded to fetch everything he owns outside onto the front that's Star Wars related. A cat bringing a mouse. And he bought out his Millennium Falcon. He's got this really cool like, Millennium Falcon. And he bought it out. And he kept he come out in his Stormtrooper mask and then he bought some figures out. Well, he bought this Falcon out. And I was talking to my mate, Jeff. My mate. It's not my mate. It's my neighbour. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff. Oh, Jeff. All right, Jeff. I don't think he listens, so I'm worried. <laughs> so I'm chatting to Jeff, and his wife says, Oh, what's he got now? Look, he's bought that ship out, the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> Starts fucking bringing them all back. And you're like, Fuck this, I'm And I was really proud of myself. Because, like, inside, I was. I was burning up inside. And that that 20-year-old that's long gone, even that 30-year-old, early 30s, would have just, like, bit. I can tell that I'm approaching 40. It's just there because I just, like, I let that shit slide. (laughs) (laughs) More important things in the world happening right now than to correct my next-door neighbour on the... uh, On the misuse of the franchise, because I'm telling you, ten years ago, even five years ago, that's Millennium Falcon. What are you talking about? Come on, Starship Enterprise. That's from Star Trek. Come on, come on. I'd have jumped, I'd have jumped on it, like that, but I just let it slide, and I was really proud of myself. So, growth, guys. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That's I just I bring that up because growth. Yeah, but dude, 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 when's your house going on the market then? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came back inside and I was like, fucking hell, shall I? I can't stand them next door. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking to me. It was a real been like, After you'd been really nice and polite to you, their face, and you, take care, all the best. It's been lovely to speak to you. Yeah. Fucking door shuts. Fucking ate them neighbours next door. <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> what do you think is like? I relayed the story to Shell and she was like, ooh, <laughs> give me that face. Ooh, like she she was worried. She got that worried look on her face, like, oh shit, what's he said? Where's this gonna go? And I was like, she's like, what did you say? I was like, I didn't do anything. I just let it slide and carried on. She was like, and then she looked surprised, like, oh, well done, Chris. Well done. 
Wow, he's finally <laughs> like, coming around. All right. Like she, like she realized how old you were getting. Like <laughs> she's like twat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, I thought you were gonna say Jackson brought out some Pez rapper rappers or whatever. I was do you know what? I I was thinking that. <laughs> Walked out with Shell's dodo in his hand like <laughs> No. <laughs> I could edit that out. <laughs> and my next door neighbor thought, Oh, he's got his lightsaber. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> so it's blue. All right. <laughs> what what is, what is that light streamer? <laughs> God damn it. Oh, my gosh. That... <laughs> I've got a similar story to that, but that's for another time. Ah, ah. Good, uh, good lad. <laughs> oh, dear. Nice, nice. Is that so? That's your week. Wow, that's that's my week. It's a great week. It's a great week. <laughs> a great week. Uh, we do Lando next, or are you oh, kidding? Yeah. Me? Well, let's 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 do. Are you kidding me? Mm, all right. Yeah. So, are you kidding me? Is a segment where we take anything in Star Wars that makes one say, "Are you kidding me?" So, let's do it. Are you kidding me? to be sure but a welcome one a very welcome one for those of you that like cats you will like this one this one um you may or may not have heard of lothcats probably but they are a subspecies of cat called the tukas which can be found throughout the galaxy the small Star Wars galaxy. Galaxy. You know, from Coruscant to whatever that planet was on in The Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all called Tukas. T-O-O-K-A-S. Um, I found out recently that they're actually named after something. They are oh. named after Tuke. T-U-U-K, which is the name of a cat owned by none other than Mr. Dave Filoni. No! Of course. That clever bastard. Yep. Where did he get that name from? For his cat? That's what I want to know. Because that's a weird name, isn't it? (laughs) It is, yeah. It is. Is it T-U-U-K? Yeah, T-U-U-K. That's his cat. Why would you? Wow, yeah. That's cool. Did he get that from the Lost Cats from Star Wars? What came first? Poetry. Poetry. Yeah. Just like George. Just like George. It's much more simple than that. Where's the fool of a toque? I'm going to have the Jeff Olsen face, Chris, now. Throw your section. You what, mate? I'm going to have have a Jeff Olsen face when you said the George thing from the beginning documentary. Oh, yes, mate. Sorry. Oh, come on. Keep up. Yeah, so Tuke is uh, Filoni's cat. Tuke. Oh, he you made are. it, created it, and it's now even in live action. Are you kidding me? Sure, hopefully sure. we see more. Maybe he gets his own. Maybe the Mandalorian gets his own Tuka. 
It almost sounds like a costume or something. It'd like be like a Bond wear. villain, though, wouldn't it? It'd be like a Bond villain, like, with a toucan in his lap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Petting it. <gasps> Please. It's like, yeah. Uh, it'll be ah, fun. hello, Mr. Client. I've been expecting you. Fool of a toque. Throw yourself in next time in the riddles of your stupidity. Fool yourself in next time. Love it. Lad. Um, well, it's a bitter, sweet time. Symphony. For our uh, segment, next segment. It's our Be More Lando segment, but it's the last one. Oh, mate. Yeah. Joking. Oh. Yeah, baby. Mmm. Feel that beat. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna miss this. Yep. This is the last piece of advice for Kev from Lando. Mm. Are you ready, mm. Kev? <laughs> this is the most, <clears throat> the most excited I've been. <laughs> After since, tonight, mate. Since, since Friday, since those two minutes on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll try to squeeze this in in two minutes. You're all on your own, mate. After this, Kath. It's like sending me off into the big wide world, isn't it? To see yep. what I've learned. To see what I've learned over the last. How long's it been? Ten weeks. <laughs> Say what you have learned. Serve you a can. Oh. So, this is a segment called Be More Lando, where we take a page from the book Be More Lando, written by Christian Blovelt. And we are now on the very last piece of advice that Lando has to give for us. And we are in the chapter, the last chapter, enjoying your success. This final page, (laughs) the finale, is entitled Stop at the Top. (gasps) <gasps> oh. Believe me, I did. I did what I <laughs> Were you on top for that two minutes? No, exactly, kidding. mate. Yeah. The tip of that, Mandalor- that, that, that Mon Calamarian tip. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Uh, so, Kev. Yes. When you achieve all you've ever wanted, wealth, fame, Hot toys. A <laughs> vintage, vintage figures. Vintage. Unlimited yeah. power. Girlfriend. A yep. Wife, Girlfriend. kids, a life. <laughs> wife, kids, a life. Something to be proud of. Yeah, you know the normal things that people a, have got. A personal style envied by all others. It can be tempting <laughs> to keep reaching for more. And then this Jesus. is in all caps. Wait! Stop! <laughs> what did you say? It's all capital. No! That's the three words. Ow. Wait, stop, no. Don't smuggle any more spice or steal more coaxium. Taking risks may have helped get you where you are, but taking more may cause you to lose it all. Ooh. Kev, Kev, Kev. Enjoy being at the top and seek that risk-taking thrill elsewhere. Like in a game of cards or local politics. <laughs> and the quote with it? Might want to quit while you're ahead. 
That's from Lando <clears throat> himself. The man. I mean, that's a pretty valuable life lesson. Quit while you're ahead. It's too bad that I'll never learn that lesson. Yeah. I always want more. All I need to do, though, is all I need to do is like be successful then, isn't it? And get ahead in life. And then I can stop. Which, let's be honest, lads, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> is it? So um, I think you need to follow all the advice that we said before this one. Okay, right. I'll have to go back and listen then. I? <laughs> oh, oh, come on, Kev. You not picked one out. You not picked a favorite section. I pick, I, you know what? Every section's a favorite. It's like children. I've loved every single moment of it, and I've taken it on board and completely dismissed it. <laughs> so there, there you go. But no, let's. Um, do you feel like you've come out of the side a more knowledgeable person, though, Kev? Nah. No? Nah. Have you not got a favourite moment? From the Lando bit? Yeah, yeah. I liked... Um, uh, we did one, was it two or three weeks ago, which was... Um, oh, I can't remember what it was now. It was basically about like your working life, wasn't it, and all that lot. We did it, didn't we? What was it about? I don't know. Brilliant content. <clears throat> <laughs> I've got a least favourite moment. Which one? When the music was too loud and Ed turned or Kylo Ren on us. Oh, we had a right that scared, that scared the shit out of me. True. My bad. More! More! Oh, dear. Yeah. It's, been, it's been a journey. It's been a trip. Yeah. I've loved it. I'd be sad bit, to um, see that. What, what's next week? Is what's it the Be More Hand one? Is it the Be More Hand one next There's week? There's no such book, Kev. There's, There's a Be More Yoda and a Be More Leia, which I might get because I've been looking through... <laughs> Be More Hand. Do you know what else there is? There's a Be More Vader. They've even written a Be yeah. More Vader book, but they've not written a Be More Hand book. Can't believe I that. Love it. What's good. going wrong with yeah. the world? Like, I'll tell you, this world's, really some good life this world's a mess. This world's a mess, lads. <laughs> so let's get to the news Jimmy, what do we have first? Uh, looks like we got the Jedi Temple Challenge premiered on Star Wars Kids YouTube channel lately, Ed Nice, I didn't Basic, watch it ba- Basically, um, to be honest, I haven't had a chance to catch up with it either Though it is on my list I mean, I wanted Legends of the Hidden Temple Jedi Academy version me Please, too. give it to me I'm so glad it's here I hope that's what uh, it is did they- they did all the filming pre-COVID-19, right? Yes. Yeah, so that's why they were able to release it, which is great. It's awesome to have that kind of stuff right now. But you two guys, Kev and uh, Chris Hall, the artist, you guys have seen it. Tell us your thoughts. Yes, I've watched it. I watched it with Jackson. Um, <clears throat> I really enjoyed it for what it is. It's a great little kids show i mean we we used to, i grew up watching shows like this like you know like funhouse kevin yeah like, up. chris did you watch crystal Ma- did you just watch crystal maze crystal maze was great mate they brought yes. that back recently though didn't they and did it they? just didn't feel the same yeah the uh, richard iwadi did it you know who's the voice <clears throat> of um the robot in mando he did a yes. new version of crystal maze and it was nowhere near as good as the old one yeah that's an interesting nice. fact, Kev, but let's get back to the Jedi Temple <laughs> Challenge. Um, and the, the great thing about this is the presenter of the show is 
none of it than Jar Jar himself, Armored Best, playing a new character. Uh, I don't know what his name is. Insert character's name. Uh, and Beck. Yes, and it's significant because he's, the character supposedly, according to Ahmed Best, is related to his character in The Phantom Menace. Oh! Attack of the Clones. I mean, Attack of the Clones, in the bar. There, yeah. Mm. Oh, right, okay, cool. But yes, uh, I think it's great. I thought it was good. Uh, Jack, it kept Jackson entertained. Um, it is what it is. It's a kid's, it's a kid's show on YouTube. It's, it's, it's great. Kev, I want to ask. Well, I want to ask you, Chris, actually, real quick. Yeah. Um, can, what was Jackson's impression? Because you know he's the target audience of this thing. Like, any initial like impressions or general feels from him? Like, did he love it? Was it just kind of like every other one he's seen? Or, well, he, he sat down and watched it, which is a good sign because Jackson's attention span is not brilliant. <laughs> All right. Plus, plus, he can't sit down and watch it. Uh, he, he won't sit down and watch a film. Um. So it's like 20 minutes long. It got up once, probably. And then when it had finished, he went and fetched his lightsabers and wanted to fight. So, ah, good lad. Yeah, he was into it. Uh, so there are lightsabers. Yes, that is at the end of the, uh, at the, end of the show. Sweet. If the team mm. complete all the challenges, they get to... Uh, Yoda speaks to them, doesn't he, Kev? It's quite funny, isn't it, that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the point of the show is that they, to become Jedi, and they're building a lightsaber. So the first round is like, um, they have to collect the hilt. So mm-hmm. the, the three teams do challenges to collect the hilt, and then there's a knowledge test, and then there's a, what is it? Is it bravery? So yeah, the bravery. So that's the bit that reminded me most of, uh, what was the show I just bought up? Crystal Maze. Yeah. Crystal meth. Mm. Crystal. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wonderful drug. No, that's, that's a different kind of joke. <laughs> the Heisenberg <laughs> challenge. <laughs> that actually, I can see that. Well, I could but be yeah, that, a Breaking Bad one. What it is, I thought it was fun. It's great. It's brilliant to see Armored Best back in the Star Wars family. He's clearly loving himself into Kev, like you can tell. Yeah. He's enjoying it while he's being filmed. Awesome. And he's really funny as well, though, isn't he? You know yeah. some of the little lines because there's like obviously they talk about the teams and there's like um he's got like two robots with him like AD3 and LX R5 or something and there's that one bit when she's like oh uh, master um did you complete the challenge on the first go and he's like uh let's not talk about that and move <laughs> along <laughs> it's like really funny he's like clearly just loving it isn't he he's clearly just yeah, yeah. Having a blast in the Jedi robes and it's great, yeah. Nice. It was good. Yeah, That's cool. Nice. That's cool. But yeah, I love Kev that you've um, you've made time to watch a new YouTube show aimed at forty six year olds, but still not had time to play <laughs> for the <Order>. mother. <laughs> do, do you know what I was going to say? Like, I'm, I'm like, you know, because when this story started, you were like. I sat down with my son, Jackson, who's five years old. And I went, oh, fuck it, I'm 46 years old and I watched this show on my own. <laughs> you probably had to take out in a few beers too. It's like, oh, this is great, mate. 
Do Star Wars content on YouTube. I have some of this. Bloody love it. I'm like, this will do me bloody great. Look at this. Oh, yeah. There's going to be there's gonna be a spoiler, a leak, a little inside shot of something that's going to be in the next Star Wars film. Get, yeah. Get your popcorn. You got popcorn and everything. You're like ready. Lights oh, off. Yeah. You know. Oh, what about... Oh, mate, it's only about 20-odd minutes. Fucking too, too quick, mate. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, I was... I don't... Like, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, yeah, I was thinking that when you started that, Chris. I'm like, oh, my God, I watched this on my own. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> and you liked Brilliant. it. It was all right. It was all right. But it, it was, like, exactly like Chris said, because it had that old 90s game show things that I loved... You know, exactly like Chris said, the like the Crystal Maze stuff. And it was just it if anything, it just felt dead quick. There was it was like dead fast and rushed. But like I thought it could have maybe took its time and fucking stretched out to two hours. <laughs> but, but it was it was good. No, it was all right. How's the theme music for it? Uh just general theme, I think. Nothing can't even remember it. That's how good it must have been. <laughs> I genuinely can't. <laughs> Could you, mate? It was too rushed. It should have been stretched out to three hours. You're clearly not the target audience here, Kev. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Kev Jackson's attention for 20 minutes. It does the job, mate. It's good. <laughs> I was only... Uh... Yeah, I was all right. It was all right. <laughs> it was all right. Uh... Brilliant. Yeah. Was it like this? Was it anything like this? No? <laughs> Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> Is that the theme music? Yeah. No. It wasn't like that? No? Oh, okay. No. I wish it was now. I think that's lost on us. That's a, that's a show from your youth, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Oh, what's that from then? Legends of, Legends the, Hidden of the Hidden Temple. You just said it, Kev. Pay attention. I don't want to listen. Sorry. <laughs> I've never... James Jackson, that, right? Someone back Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Legend of, yeah, Legend of the Hidden Temple. Please, God come on, people. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, sweet. I will check it out with my girls, see what they think. I think they'll love it, mate. Do you know what? I think they'll be well into it. I think they will, too. I can see them, I can see them reacting to it, because Jackson was, like, shouting at the telly and stuff, mm. and I could see them doing the same thing. Because they, they love... The arc in the Clone Wars, where the kids get their lightsaber crystals. Oh my word, they'll love this. Yeah, so yeah, I'm assuming they'll love it. Sweet. Watch it on your own, Ed. <laughs> Is that the best way to watch it? <laughs> Naked with some lotion and some tissue. Oh no, 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 no. Oh, no. we've gone too far. Yeah. No. Come on. <laughs> All right. All right, moving on to the next topic. Let's hit up the gallery for The Mandalorian. So there's been two episodes that we have yet to talk about. 
process and score. I have not seen score yet because I am lame, but you guys can talk about it. I don't care. I will still see it. Score sounds amazing. Obviously, I like music. So, um, I got you there, baby. What do we think about process? Are you want to go f- over process first? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What do you guys loved think it? Loved it. I've loved them all so far. I think they've been great. It's a brilliant little series. This is. It's got an awful title, though, isn't it? Gallery. I know. I know. It's yeah. terrible. Well, I think I think they want to make it like a thing for all their series. Yeah. Like, episode, like it's going to be like I don't know, Aladdin Gallery or something. I don't know. Oh know. right, yeah, yeah, got you. They're just making of Mando. Do you know what I mean? Bang. Yeah. Yeah. Run seal. <laughs> <laughs> It is what it is. <laughs> does exactly what it says on the tin. But yes, process. I really enjoyed that one. Um, it was about heavily about the pre-visualization process that they had before the, any of the cameras rolled or anything, and the amount of detail and um, planning they did going in. It was fantastic mm-hmm. to see. They, there was a lot of side-by-side screen comparisons of the pre-visualization animatics and the end result shots of what they actually filmed and it was it was ridiculous like how good it was and it was good to hear the different directors like um deborah chow said she she, she's directed a lot of tv stuff hasn't she kev yeah yeah you're listening yeah that's right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she's gonna be she's gonna be directing our boys. Yeah, she yeah. is. Yeah, excited. Um, but yeah, she's done a lot of TV, and she was saying that she normally gets like two to three weeks prep per episode. With this, she got up to three months for each episode of prep time, um, which she said was just like phenomenal. And Bryce Dallas Howard like, saying, oh, "I've got such a thing for her." Oh yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> the more and more I watch of the, she's she's yeah she's lovely. Um, Solo two boy, she should direct. Just a side issue. What Solo two? Bryce tell us how it's Solo two. Oh come on! As a Disney Plus show, I don't care. Anything? Yeah, I don't yeah. care. I'll I'll take it. Give me yeah. Anything. Mm. Sweet. Yeah. But yeah, she was saying she clearly loves the Star Wars universe. And, oh yeah, 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 and the the history behind it, and the making of, and all that. So, like, she knows what's going on with it. So, I, I would love to see her do more. I don't know if we talked about it, but uh, one of the earlier episodes, she talked about she when she was about six or seven, she was at a meal with George, her dad, and Karasawa, and she fell asleep while they were all talking. You're like, what the fuck? I, I absolutely <laughs> love that story. It was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. It's like Lucas. Like, how much money would you give to just be sitting oh, there? Yeah. Let alone falling asleep to it. <laughs> Genuinely, Kurosawa is one of the greatest directors that's ever lived. And she fell asleep, like, while he was in there. It's just with like, George brilliant. Lucas. Yeah, with... yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Amazing. But no, I think this is her first directing job, isn't it? Yeah. And she was saying, like, how, how much. Yes. This previous process helped her going into it, but yeah, have you got anything to add on that? You weren't so keen on this one, were you, Kev? <laughs> As I've been constantly told by you three, I didn't like this episode. No, I liked it. I liked it. I wasn't as enthused as 
as you, but I liked it. It was it was interesting. It wasn't very. It didn't. How can I put it? It didn't kind of um, show me a lot that I didn't know. You know, tickle your fancy. You know, when you've watched all the Star Wars extras and how the films are made and everything, it didn't um, like blow my mind as such. But it was interesting. I think so I, I liked it. I think but... if you know how stuff like this is made, maybe it's more impactful because I think they're like redesigning how this kind of media is made. Like, yeah, that's that's what I got from it. I know it way easier because of technology and way I know that... quicker. Ooh. Right. I know that previs has been a thing since the prequels, and George is the one that <clears throat> that kind of spearheaded previs as a as an actual thing. Because I know Peter Jackson says on the Lord of the Rings documentaries, without Rick McCollum and George Lucas's input, they couldn't have done a lot of the stuff they did on Lord of the Rings uh, on the previs stuff. But this episode tied in to the episode that was about the volume, the room where they film everything. Yeah. And that's what blew my mind. It was like seeing the two mediums come together. And like Ed was just saying then, it's more about how they're just pushing forward with this technology and how it's going to change the game, like, moving forward. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just awesome that it's happening on a Star Wars project, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think they uh, mentioned yeah. the... They've referred to it a couple of times, haven't they? Just how forward-thinking Lucas was at the time. Yeah. Um, and it was. I love the fact that just what because I've just watched the prequel extras on the box set, and then you watch you go into this Mando like making of, and how like twenty odd years ago the reference in Lucas and what he was doing on the prequels and how mm. forward-thinking he was. So. I think they've done it a couple of times and they've just mentioned it. And that's brilliant to hear because, you know, Lucas got slated at the time, didn't he? <laughs> it was well, like, like, like I keep hearing like things like stories of people that have interacted with George Lucas and where he's like, this is what I'd like to do right now, but we don't have the technology for it yet. But in 10 yeah. years or whatever, this is what we should be doing. And this is that's what I would just, like to do. And, and what's <laughs> funny is it's true. Like we see it unfold like he wants. And that's, it's incredible. Like his mind is 10 years ahead of where they're at. Yeah. It's cool. Or man. 20. It's cool. Mm. But it's always been that way. Only like the forward thinking side yeah. of it. So yeah, uh, the forward and, you know, looking back in the criticism he got at the time, it's, it's completely unjustified wasn't it. When he was thinking way ahead of his time. So, um, but this was, yeah, the the compliment to that volume episode is great because I think so Lucas did enjoy it. I liked it. You you keep telling me I didn't enjoy it, which I quite like. So it's not too it shabby, was, huh? It, it was all right. It was good. Yeah. Was I just want to go. I just want to go back to what you said there about thirty seconds ago, where you said um, it's like the prequels; they were ahead of their time. And no, the technology was. No, not the, not, I think what you the, said, Kev, not, is not the no, 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 the not, the, not the script writing, <laughs> but but the technology. They were ahead of their time. Oh, I'm totally going to sound cut that out. Oh, put it on the sound. Fuck it, I can't take that back, can I? Oh my god, I've done it now. What have mark I done? It, what have I done? What have I done? <laughs> yeah, he was forward thinking with technology, and but not the script. Oh, 
I've blown it. Yeah, <laughs> I've blown it. Well, after two minutes. So, <laughs> latest episode, the score. Mm. I would say, I would say, off the bat, this was maybe my favorite episode. <laughs> I, I also agree. This is one of my favorite ones. Um, I mean, when you go into, like, just from Ludwig, I think Ludwig Gorenson's perspective, um, how he's talking about coming up with uh, the main themes. It's a, you know, keeping in mind, it's a samurai. It's a gunslinger show. It's a Western show. Like, using computer filters, the new technology to really kind of manipulate sounds to get that, that perfect sound that you want with the main theme, and then having a live score orchestra. That is... For me, like if you sp- if you put the quality, if you put the time in and the effort and the energy in developing as a good enough score or allowing a co- artist or composer to really come up with this really cool, genuine idea unhampered, you get you get the fucking level of quality of this right here. I mean, I just absolutely hearing the French horns and the trombones on the on the Mando theme, ba ba ba, the dun dun dun. I mean, who isn't listening to that? on repeat ad nauseum forever. I mean, yes. my we need, as, a, as, we need as, a sound clip of a tr- you doing that on your trombone. <laughs> I, 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 oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. I'll do a... Um, I'll record myself on acapella. I just got that app. And I'll do, uh, I'll do it all harmonized and shit. Because it's just absolutely... Ah, it's just so good. It's so good. All the music is good. And especially at the very end of the very first episode when you have that... Um, the encounter of uh, the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda for the first time. It's just like... Edit that out. That was awful. That was good. Um, that was great. You know, you, know, you, know, like, you know the new you movie... Know you know the new movie by Christopher Nolan coming out soon? Tenet? Mm. He's, Tenet, he's, yeah. He's doing the score for that. Well, yeah. <laughs> he normally works with Hans Zimmer, doesn't he? Uh, Chris Nolan. So that's interesting. Well, yeah, because um, obviously he did the Black Panther soundtrack, didn't he? Yeah. And he was help me out here, Kev. He was. They said in the episode he was college roommates with it was Ryan Coogler. <laughs> Ryan Coogler, yes, who di- obviously directed. Oh God, please give him a Star Wars film. He'd be amazing. Ryan Coogler, mm. yeah. And he said that like because obviously Favreau had been working at Marvel and he kept telling didn't he Ryan Coogler kept saying check this composer out yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, check this dude out he's gonna be he's amazing mm. um, and it was like he said like I love the story that like he said like when they met and um, he was kind of like he said you didn't feel nervous or you weren't daunted and we loved your confidence and um, blah 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 and he was like yeah but I love the fact that like Favreau and Filoni that you guys were kind of like uh, you were so cool and you loved everything that I were doing and you let me have the space. And he went, and then Favreau just went, yeah, but we wouldn't have done that if we hadn't liked what you were doing. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, it, it sounded a bit harsh, didn't it? Like how okay. he said it. I was like, holy shit, that was, a, that was a bit cool. But yeah, I mean, going back to what Chris says, this was one of my favorite ones. Um, just fascinating. I love the fact like how it opened up and he said like, the first thing he did was like order a load of recorders. Yeah, mate. 
And like, I remember playing the recorder at school. Did you do it, Chris? Did you play the recorder at school? I don't. Minutes. <laughs> My brother. All I learned was like, yeah, I played around yeah. with it as a kid. I think I could play Three Blind Mice on it. Do do do. That was it. And then he's like going. It's like I just went. Do, 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 and I'm like, fuck off, mate. You'd show off. Flabby, <laughs> show off. And then, like, then he gets on a guitar, doesn't he? Then the next thing is on drums. Yeah. Then he's on, like, keyboards. He goes the piano, like, yeah. Holy it's crap. You're like, this dude. Really great. Yeah, all dude, really good guy, composers can play many instruments. So. I mean, yeah. let's talk about this guy's outfit. Yeah. I mean, dude, those outfits were outrageous. Feeling. Dude, he is feeling that friggin' just jungle feel. I don't know. He just feels so goddamn relaxed. Like, he should be on a beach somewhere. Yeah. And Central America in a tropical jungle. You know what I mean? He just should be, I don't know. And that's Swiss scenario. Stanley Robinson, that shit. Who knows? I love it as well. There's that clip where he just rocks up to the set, like, looking like that. And it's Bryce Dallas Howard's episode, and the, the, they're <laughs> obviously inside the, the volume. And he walks on, and he's just like, gets his eye his iPhone out is like, oh, do you want to hear what I've been doing? And it's the first time that any of have heard anything. And he just like pulls his phone out and puts it to Filoni uh, and Favreau's ear. It's like, do 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 Years are turning so right now. Oh. So again, and then when it's all orchestrated, like what well, was really cool little tidbit, his uh, expecting wife was the concert master. Yeah, oh, nice. cool uh, tidbit of info yeah. from that. I mean, anytime you see that orchestra in studio, mm. well, what I thought was good as well, which which was a bit of a surprise for me, is the bit like when. Favreau addressed the orchestra and like they didn't know what they were working on yeah which i thought was incredible because he went oh by the way this is the new star wars project and it's a tv show and you're the f-. and they, uh, you could see the faces of the orchestra mm. just light up they, you know but, what i mean there was that because yeah, they didn't know beforehand no yeah that's something i've learned recently kev about orchestras and i think i learned it from episode nine is that when they turn up to record they've never seen that sheet music before in their lives and what they record yeah. is the first time they're play- they might do two takes that's it Holy and that's what you get that's how good yeah. they are like, yeah, as yeah just, they're really good yeah that is that is sight reading chops to the max. Because the thing is, they don't have time to practice this for days and weeks. Like these are professional musicians. They go into a studio, and their contract will say, "Hey, we got work for two, three days on a sci-fi TV series, and it pays this much." And you show up, all right, and then they hand out the music. All right, we're gonna run this hard for two days. There's, you know, probably, you know, however many different tracks and scores they got to record. So I've been, I've been in those kind of studios where it's like you're on the clock, like you have only a certain amount of time to go and you read, you sight read it twice, maybe three times, you record it the third time. Well, they record it every time. And uh, just in case it's a fluke and you actually absolutely nail it the first time. But recording studios, man, that's, those, that's where all that magic's made. Yeah. I was genuinely surprised by that i thought that was brilliant i was like did they not know <laughs> they're like did they know what they were working on oh no they didn't i love after yeah. that that they do that first take as well don't they on that first track 
yeah. and everyone's getting dead excited and you can see Favreau and Filoni loving it. Mm-hmm. And they're caught the balls on this guy. He's just like sat there and he's like, all right, we're just getting started. Calm down. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Right? <laughs> it's it's like, we've still got loads to go, <laughs> on it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just hope that he's on. your buds. Doing season two, I hope so. Oh, it's, it's got to be. Yeah, yeah. I would bet. I would bet. Mm. But yeah, what a great, what a great, what a great series of videos these were for uh, uh, the gallery, right? So that's, it, no, that's the last one. one mm-hmm. No, there's one more. I think one more. Is there yeah. one more? Okay. Nice. Cool. Mm. And we shall wait and see what happens on the next turn here. But I mean, awesome filler, great things to like see behind the scenes, especially with season two. I know we're in, you know, coming in the middle of June here, but season two is right around the corner in the fall, so it's going to yeah. be here before you know it. October. Yeah. I've confirmed it, honey. Definitely no delays. Yeah. No, no, yeah. No, they already got that shit done. Sweet. Glorious. I mean, Glorious. speaking of great news. Jimmy's excited. Real excited here. Um, a new project was just sort of leaked by accident. On absent. Yeah. Um, Star Wars Squadrons. Ooh, we got yeah. this from, uh, yeah, we're checking this out on Nerdist.com. Uh, EA announces new Star Wars game. Uh, flight simulator based. Empire Rebel. Pilots wanted tune in for the reveal trailer of Star Wars Squadrons this Monday, June fifteen at eight AM Pacific time. Tomorrow. Yeah, that's tomorrow. And by the time you hear this, it will have been yesterday. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so right now you've already seen Star Wars Squadrons. It's out. I hope the trailer and the preview is absolutely as amazing as I can imagine it's gonna be. I mean, where else can you get the tip of a Mon Calamari cruiser? Instead of an artwork like this, um, I'm super stoked about it. The only um, the only thing I'm worried about is uh, the fact that it's Electronic Arts and they're a pile of shit. Um, I hope they don't mess this up. Uh, they there was one there was one quote or mention. They said that we're going to be focusing this on multiplayer less than single player, which automatically translates to there's not going to be any single player whatsoever, which kind of makes me sad. No, dude, it's not the tip, dude. It's, it's like we're talking about we're referencing the thing at the bottom of the squadrons poster. Yeah, it's, it's a the ship. Tip. No, like I see the engines. You're only seeing. I think you're only seeing oh. a cropped version of it. Yeah, I'm seeing the tip. <laughs> <laughs> Just the tip. So apologies it's, on it's that. It's like six A wings length, kind of <laughs> ship. Regardless, that artwork is brilliant, isn't it? That artwork, Trismo, sick, awesome. I oh, love it. amazing. I'm not a gamer at all, but that that artwork's got me excited. Jimmy, don't bag on EA, mate. EA Sports, it's in the game. NBA Jam mate, on the Mega Drive. That was that was my fucking shit, mate. When I was growing up, <laughs> nice. he's warming up. I mean, I'm not. I mean, the only reason I bag on them is because the way they how Battlefront Two rolled out. Granted, we talked about this. Battlefront Two has been awesome recently because they just basically said everything is all fucking free. All the downloads, all the content, all the added stuff. We're not doing paid loot boxes anymore. It's a free game on uh, free game on the PS4 this month as well. 
well there you go yeah so that's that's the only concern i have and i feel like they've learned their lesson from this i hope they've learned their lesson from this but when they say that they're going to focus more on multiplayer that's awesome yeah i'm super stoked about that but don't ignore this opportunity to introduce a brand new character to the star wars universe you know could just be in this flight sim only can just be in this game there can be an imperial character and a rebellion character Let's see how that plays out. Like, let's get an let's get another Iden Versio in the mix here. Maybe it's someone from Alphabet Squadron or someone that has connections to people from Alphabet Squadron. Maybe a random side character. Who knows? But don't just cast aside the um, the the opportunity here to introduce again rich storytelling. This this is it. Stories. I want more stories. Yeah, I was I was reading on Best and Bulletin that this was like a game that they a quick video game that they're just pushing out to fill time so don't get your hopes up but it's going to be mainly multiplayer with a small one player um you might get a couple new minor characters but i'm not expecting a ton i'm just expecting fun gameplay hopefully Mm. i mean it harkens back to the days of x-wing versus tie fighter when all that was is just straight up multiplayer i mean you had a real you had a real basic mission-based um, single player that you had, you know, destroy the space station, save the space station, escort duty, convoy duty. There wasn't any rich story like in Tie Fighter with uh, Merrick Steele and uh, Hand of the Emperor, kind of secret society, Admiral Zar and Mara Jade, all that Grand Admiral Thrawn shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, and you know, that harkens back to the, the glory days. You know, two thousand one, two thousand two, Microsoft Gaming Zone. I used to be in a squadron, a clan, if you will, called the Corellian Knights. There are like, gosh, Ooh. eight, nine, ten of us. Oh yeah, I remember my That's one of the guys name. who was yeah, the Corellian Knights, CK. That was our that was our that was our clan sign or squad side. CK underscore my name was Baron Fell because he was my favorite character. Yep. Underscore K. And it was a really awesome time in my life where I was really introduced to just one, it's Star Wars, absolutely amusing. Two, having this online multiplayer experience where interacting with people the first time. Roger Wilco was still brand new. People were on ICQ, Starfleet Communicator. You had oh that voiceover God. gaming experience, like just coming God, out. You're saying soft just names I coming out. In years. Yeah, yeah, and everybody's got fucking Winamp 2.3, whatever the <laughs> hell, going on in the background, listening to Aphex Twins Hot Butter Popcorn. Like that's 2002 to me, right there. Square yeah. Pusher, Port Rhombus, all that. Well, we'll, we'll um, see what what happens with this reveal. We shall. Tomorrow. I'm I'm super stoked. I'm really excited. Give me awesome Starfighter combat. I bought this USB joystick. Let's put this thing to work. Ooh, I'm jealous. Yeah, <laughs> let's see what happens. Um, yeah. For news. Uh, all right, lastly for the news, we got something from StarWars.com about a new book. It Ooh. is kind of a continuation of a previous book that's been out called From a Certain Point of View. Uh, it's kind of They kind of do it with their 40-year anniversary thing with each movie. Uh, they did it for New Hope. Now they're going to do it for The Empire Strikes Back. So the previous one, you see 40 stories written by 40 authors. Uh, mini stories, tiny stories um, about background characters, sometimes main characters. And through the eyes. Intriguing. Yeah, through the eyes of. 
but now we're seeing 40 more stories by 40 authors reimagining the Empire Strikes Back sequel through the eyes of the background characters again. Heroes, villains, droids, and creatures. And the cover is Yoda. A silhouette of Yoda looking out at the X-Wing in the swamp. Sweet Very cover. Cool. Yeah, it looks nice, doesn't it? Some Better than the first out. cover. Oh, yeah. What, what do you want to see with these stories? What, who, who, who Lobot! Do you want... Lobot! Lobot. <laughs> For long. There's my goddamn Lobot story and my goddamn Black Series Lobot at the same time. Zuckus. Forlom, Dengar, Lobot, oh, Usain Boba Fett's Dengar. life, which we'll I want, find out. I want, in... I want Dengar story, similar, <laughs> similar to Kev's needing a shit story the other week. <laughs> Listen, when he finally you... goes, there's no paper, so he has to like unravel all that stuff off his head and just like wipe his ass on it. Let me unravel my Dengar story so yeah. I can wipe my ass with it. I want... Listen, Chris, since then, how do you think I've been going to work, mate? What, just like Dengar? <laughs> Easiest cosplay ever. Just get some bog roll and wrap it around your head. I'm ready for bog roll. Yeah. Can I get a story about Yoda by himself? Like, what does he do every day? Mm. Like, I think a little just... more than a hut. <laughs> you know, at least Luke on Octo was able to, you know, get green milk from these weird four-breasted animal and stab fish that was really awesome and hanging out with these cool little like weirdos on the island that just constantly hated how you're upturning everything on that island like i want to see what yoda does on his day-to-day that better be one of the stories jimmy jimmy i know exactly what yoda does when he's sat on his own because he's got nothing else to do he plays fallen order (laughs) smart lad smart lad I thought you were going to say he's utilizing that free Pornhub membership right now. Do you know what I've loved about the last two little bits that we've done on this podcast? <laughs> right? it's, a, it's a game's coming out that I'm not going to play and a book coming out that I'm not going to read. <laughs> <laughs> but you're excited That's for That's the it. best thing. That's the best part. No, I, I will, uh, I'm excited for both. I want to so. see, see a character in The Empire Strikes Back who says, Ichuta! Oh, yeah. E-3PO. What does that mean? What does he say? Yeah, like, what what led this droid to be where he was and say what he said to 3PO? I mean, we all know why he said it to 3PO. (laughs) Yeah. Because he's a prick. (laughs) Yeah, there it is. Right there. But in canon, I wonder. I wonder what the background is behind all that. Right? Yeah, gotta mm-hmm. gotta be in there, innit? Forty stories, man. Gotta be in there. I know that'd, that'd be that'd be interesting to see which characters they pull in. Maybe I'm sure they'll have some major, but maybe some minor ones in there. Mm. Willro, something obscure. maybe some Willro. Oh, I got it. Yeah. So I'll say the most important thing about this is. Um, all the authors that are writing all these stories have foregone any compensation for their stories. So, and according to the website, their proceeds are going to be donated to First Book, a leading nonprofit that provides new books, learning materials, and other essential to educators and organizations serving children in need, which is really cool. Uh, and then Random House, um, First Book, Penguin Random House are also going to donate $100,000. Uh, Disney, Disney Lucasfilm will also donate 100,000 books. 
And uh, so, yeah, this is just really, really cool stuff. So nice. the book that Kev's not going to read, he's not going to be supporting the children. So... Oh, no, no, no. He'll, Wait, no, no, no. He'll, He'll buy it. That. He'll buy it. I'm going to buy it. Yeah, then I'm not going to buy it. Uh, yeah. Of course, of course. Does it... Um... <laughs> oh, my word. I've just realized. There's going to be one of these for Jedi, isn't there? I might have to actually read this book. Because you know, you know there's going to be a... Uh, a Paplo story, mate, when he jumps oh, on that. What he's thinking, what's going through his brain, mate, when he jumps on that fucking speeder bike. Yeah. Oh, anyway, mate. I dive best. Jimmy, does it mention any of the authors? Uh, I don't see any of the authors on here now. No, doesn't. I don't see it on the website. That doesn't mean that it's not been published somewhere, but I wasn't able to see it. Cool. I know that um, just because I follow her on Twitter, because she's awesome, Amy Radcliffe is... Um, I know she's written one of the stories, and it's the first time she's ever written anything Star Wars related. That's a story, and not like because she wrote the Women of the Galaxy book, which is a fucking brilliant book. Yeah, um, and she does a lot of work at Celebration. Side note: she actually interviewed me on stage in uh, Celebration London when I entered the tattoo competition. No, nice. that was pretty cool. Nice. Sure, Not to sure. toot yeah. your own horn, but that's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> heard and seen. <laughs> so yeah, I just wondered if it mentioned any of the other authors. Because no, cool. No. Hello, <laughs> sure. nothing yet. I don't see anything. No. Cool. So I who you want? There'll to be see? some. I bet there'll be some from the original book, won't they? The Star Wars one. There'll probably be some. Yeah come on from there and finding um, out who they get to like do the voices or the uh well voice. the audio book yeah the audio book narrating that'll be oh, cool just... too. oh i've john oh, yes. met again <laughs> oh please no <laughs> oh john Hamm? yeah john ham did fet for the last one yeah Gosh. i never listened to the audio book because i did read the book not this was it was he bad was yeah. he terrible? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he oh was no, not great. I mean, I was excited, and then I wasn't. <laughs> John Ham's pretty good, though. John Ham's great. I know. I thought it would be good. It looked. It sounded like he just got on there and just talked. Like I don't you know, know, it's jelly. Just like, listen, man, we need somebody semi high profile. We'll pay a bunch of cash. Like, give it a shot. All right, I'll give it a shot. Mm. Never do it again, but I'll take your money. Were <laughs> <laughs> there any? Were there anybody else famous? Ed? On the audio, uh, I can't remember now. You know, just 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 Johnny Boy, right? The typical, oh, the typical guys, you know. Yeah, Thompson. And... Yeah. There might be a Dax story. <gasps> stop it! Stop it! Stop it! There's got to be. <laughs> Hashtag remember already, Dax. That is, his Dax death could have been even Dax sadder. Story. Isn't it? Oh, we already got that. Maybe we got a little bit in Lost Stars, dude. Maybe it's him at a cantina, <sighs> just chilling, being super it's excited. Like I'm going to destroy the rebellion and take on the empire. <laughs> Fuck yeah, America! Think of how much <laughs> fucking energy he would have drinking with him. Oh, can't. I, I, I hope so there is one. So enthusiastic. R.I.P. Dak. Kev, what's that? Who's that guy that we met? That, that Comic-Con. That's in Cheers. What's his name? Oh, John Ratzenberger. Major Derlin. I bet he's oh, in it. I bet he's got a story. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. Get some Cliffy from Cheers. Wampa. Oh. I bet Wampa's got a story. Wampa. Yeah, Wampa, yeah. Oh, can you imagine if Wampa's story was like... Um... FX7, 2-1-B. Dude. Oh, it... man. Guys, the uh... probe droid. Probe droid. Dude, <laughs> the inside <laughs> the head of the probe droid. Oh! <laughs> 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 
You guys read the last book, yeah? Because yeah. you know I don't read none of these. I just live vicariously through you guys. So Yeah, I actually did not read that last one. Um, I usually, if I'm going to go for the book, I try to stay to like novels and stuff like that. I don't do like the visual dictionaries, all the side books. I got the classic Star Wars encyclopedia from the 90s, but that was a gift. So it's uh, mm-hmm. I try to be careful because I know if I start like with you guys and Kev with his Black Series, Ed with his Lando shit, Chris, you and your fucking Funkos, and it just starts, man. <laughs> it just goes, goes, goes. Do you know what happened this week, right? Have you seen that? I don't. They're releasing a ten inch, a new ten inch Mando pop. Stop carrying it. the baby. No, it's ten inch Mando. He's carrying the baby. He's got the... Gotta get it. I'm all about <laughs> the ten inch Funkos, man. It was on the page, and my brother tagged me in it on Instagram. So I just replied and said, I don't collect Funkos. And my brother, my brother replied, just buy the damn thing and ignite the brown. <laughs> Good lad. Good lad. So I, was te- I just texted him straight away. I was like, so we don't talk that often. I was like, oh, what? I love that you listen to our silly little show. He's like, are you kidding me? I was furious when you took a week off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Nice. nice. Good. Sweet. Good. Glad to have him. All right. Well, guys, well, you know, that kind of brings it to a squirrely weird end to episode number one, two, three of the Scruffy Looking Podcasters. We hope you've had a very enjoyable or not enjoyable time listening to us. And uh, we'll see you next time on episode one, two, four. Spoiler alert. Ed and Jimmy will not be here because it is Father's Day here in America, where we respect our fathers. Instead, you will be suffering through the relentless banter of our boys, the UK squad. Yeah, we'll see how that shit goes. So enjoy. <laughs> Take care. Peace out. Save the dream. Cheerio. <sighs> it's called the Millennium Falcon. Not the fucking Starship Enterprise, you stupid cow. <laughs> <laughs> you twat. This party's over.